Welcome to the Motherland Podcast, a place where we learn some conversational Russian and hear some ridiculous stories about our experiences in visiting Motherland. I'm Zach, and I'm here with Marsha. Привет. Привет, Marsha. So, in a previous episode, we've talked about the toilet bubbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Um, and how, basically, they're there charging you admin admin to a toilet. They, yep. You walk in one line, you give them some money, they give you a receipt, and yep. you hop into another line in which the toilet's in there. Then when you take too long, they yell at you, and they open up the door, and they slop their mop in <laughs> and clean it up for them. Some of the public toilets are a bit nicer than that. Some are worse. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, they're employed. Don't have to pay for the hole in the ground ones. Look, I... Just letting you know. They are disgusting and let's... They're free. Hmm. No, they sure are free. No, they're not even free. They're not even free. We went to some shit ones and they're like just this crap everywhere on the ground and we have to pay to get in there. Yes. Sometimes the squat toilets you have to pay for. So they would have benefited from a toilet bubba. Oh, that is so funny. it's on... It isn't the toilets that I want to... They would have had a toilet bubba. Well, she wasn't doing a good job then, was she? Oh my God. So it's on on the, 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 the employment... Levels okay. in Russia. That's what we'd Slash about. the carryover from communism. Okay. Right? Now, prior to this, I haven't done any research, so I don't actually know the employment levels in Russia. No. So, look, let's we take this know. with a grain of salt. Yeah. However, what I do know is that there's a lot of inefficiencies in the staffing situation at yep. a lot of Russian yeah. establishments. <laughs> okay. So, the story I want to tell is, is our... our hassle of buying a smoke detector oh my god <laughs> so just to put it into context we've previously mentioned how the the your family lives in what's it called what are the buildings called it's like an apartment block yeah an apartment block yeah it's basically an apartment block and there's heaps of these apartment blocks everywhere and there's probably maybe like a hundred ish units in each in each sort of building about oh that's a Maybe 50 to yeah, 100. Yeah, like there's probably. a There's a yeah. decent amount, right? There's a lot, yeah. Now, in all of those buildings, there are no smoke detectors. No. So you, no, asked, you asked your mother and father, hey, if there's a fire here, what happens? And mm-hmm. the response was? We die. We die. Yeah. And yeah. Let's just sit with that for a second. <laughs> we die. And we're like, mm-hmm. Um, we're here with our young son slash we're also here ourselves. Was that when we had the sun or when... No, that was when the we The answer's went... the same. Yeah, yeah. It was just the, the answer is the same. It doesn't matter. You're their child. I know. I'm someone's son. Yeah, but this is how they think. They pray to God that there's no fire. Yes. <laughs> how are you going to get out? I don't you, know. You, I don't you know open the, the door and run down... I don't know. I don't know. However, however... So, look, true. There's a fire, you die. Okay. <laughs> That's true of a lot of places. However, if you had a little bit of warning, yes. you might be able to get mm. some chance of escaping. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thus, fire safety was invented. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> we went on a little adventure to find a smoke detector. And then my dad was like, please don't. Where am I going to put it? Where am I going to put the smoke detector? That's right. I've got enough clutter in the house. <laughs> on the roof to stop you dying from the smoke. <laughs> anyway... We went to like... It's just the different mentalities. That's the real funny it's, it's thing. Funny is, is definitely... Everyone has different mentalities. And they look at us and they're like, you paranoid Westerners. Smoke detectors in every room. <laughs> they just... They don't get it. You just die no, you don't. if there's so, a fire. Or like you run out and then you'll be okay and worry about that when we get there. And you know, one day at a time, guys, just relax with your forward planning. 
Yes. <laughs> hey, everyone's different. So, in an effort to humour us, your parents were like, sure, sure, go ahead, buy yeah. the smoke detector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to like three or four different shops yeah. that, like the equivalent of here, would sell smoke detectors. I guess so, yeah. Like those sort of like the $2 shops or general hardware shops or shopping centres. Like, we just... We, we had a lot of trouble explaining to the people there what a smoke yes, detector we was. Did. Do you even know the Russian word for smoke detector? No, I don't. We um, looked it up though, and we, 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 they just didn't, they just. Oh, I should look it up. They just, they couldn't. Look. Anyway, I was there telling the whole story. If there's a fire, it alarms you, it makes noise to wake you up from your sleep because you can't smell in your sleep. And they just gave you blank looks back. They were like, uh, no, no, no. They they tried. So one, I think we went to one shop in the shopping centre and they were like, try the market. There's some electrical goods stores at the market. Mm-hmm. So we went to the market and we went to the electrical goods stores and he had like razors and stuff. And he was like, nah. But then he was like, try this other guy. And then we tried the other guy. And the other guy was like, actually, there's an electrical warehouse just over there. Mm. So in the electrical warehouse which is where we eventually found the smoke detector. This is the equivalent of like a Bunnings or a Marta 10 or just like a, like a sort of like a big departmental yeah. hardware store. Yeah. Now, how it works... In so sh- luckily it was there as well. We could walk to it. It was, it was actually pretty close. Yeah, but was, yeah, in the end. So in Australia, all of the stock is out and about. Yep. There's people, you know, walking around, wandering around to help you find it. Yep. But generally most of the staff are at reception... At the, like, the checkout, you take the item, you hand the item to them, they yep. scan it, and you're gone. Yeah. That's basically how it works. There's obviously, no security. No security. Obviously, they've got back-end staff that are stacking the shelves and doing all of that yeah, stuff. But yeah. for all intents and purposes, you walk in, if you need assistance, you're like, hey, where's this? They tell you the aisle. You grab the item yourself, you mm-hmm. walk it out. Yeah. Okay. We go there. Yeah. And we, you're greeted with gruff men that sort of tell you to go upstairs. Yeah. You go upstairs. Yeah. Then you speak to someone and say, yep. hey, I'm looking for a smoke detector. You go through this whole story. Yep. You're like, oh, and they point you there or they take you to this. Yeah. And you choose the smoke detector. Yep. Which was only one in stock. One, one. No, no, it wasn't in stock. There was only, they only had display. So. Yeah, it was he, like nailed to the wall. Yeah. So here yep. comes the first difference. You don't pick it up. This yep. guy that takes you to here writes you down a code. Remember, you yes. take this. Yeah. You take this code to a second person. Like a cashier-style person. But it's not a cashier. No, she's not a cashier. She's a receipt. she looks like she might be. She looks like it. She's a receipt writer. Yes. Or a, like a... Like an, like, I don't even know what you... There's no real You're equivalent. Like a receipt writer, yeah. You take it to her and yep. she writes up the order form. Yep. So you've gone... The guy points out. He writes it down. You take this slip of paper to the second lady. She gives you a more official-looking piece of paper. Yes. You take that to the third lady which is a cashier which is a cashier she had a trainee in the room with her training in the room with her training her to be a cashier you pay that lady and you have to sign how many bits of paper like i can't remember but two or three two or three bits of paper with a particular style she wanted you to sign in pencil but she only gave you a pen or vice versa yeah and she told me you're using the wrong one that's right yeah so so we've now dealt with the guy bringing you and writing up his slip he takes you to the second person she writes it up officially takes it to the third person yep. you have to sign in the correct pen which she gives you then she stamps it with, yep. with her official stamps, you take that whole thing, that yep. document, yep. downstairs to the gruff men. Yep. They then go to their warehouse, grab the item and give it to you. Yes. And then you, I think they stamp it or re-sign it to show you that you've taken the item. Yes. And then you've got your smoke detector. Yes. And they only had one in stock because we would have bought two. Oh, that's right. Because okay, we were yes. like, well, there's like 
three rooms and a kitchen and a bathroom and a toilet. <laughs> and they were like, two? We've got one. <laughs> yep. All of those things happened. All of those things happened. It was very... Not that, like, we were there for it, but it was very reminiscent of... It seemed like a, a strong carryover from communist times. As in, everyone's paid very little, mm-hmm. but everyone's employed. So right? it's like they wanted everybody to have a job, so... Yeah, I mean, how many of those jobs could have we taken away? Yeah. Like, realistically. Like, if you look at it from a business perspective... Yeah. Yeah, three quarters of those people... Didn't have to really be there. It's pointless. But you're saying they have like a system set up that's based on a communist system, and so they oh, think and there, they need. There was work. a security guard there as well. Okay. Yeah. So like, like there's just so many people doing so little, just, yeah. just, just sort of like, well, everyone's employed. Okay, so in terms of the things being nailed to the wall, and you don't have access to the stock, and there's a security guard there, that gives you an idea of what people might do if they didn't have those in, things in place. Yeah. Look, that's that's a separate story, yeah. isn't it? So in Russia. You wouldn't have your items just sitting there without them being nailed to the wall or being looked at by a security guard. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. So there are, yeah, there might be some reasons that they're doing <laughs> some of their things. Look, I, I, I fully appreciate high levels of security. Mm-hmm. It's more the efficiency. Even if you would need the security guard and it to be nailed down. Yep. Why couldn't the gruff men down below take your money and do the, the paperwork? Yeah, I don't know. Why do you need... They've got this thing with the cashier. Why does that guy need to write up a slip to get a separate person to write yeah. up a separate slip no to take it to the cashier? Like, it's just... They have this, like, weird bureaucracy, weird paperwork oh thing my going God. on. And, and there's always a cashier that's separate to everything else that any, anybody else is doing. So, like, even at the grocery store, sometimes there's, like, a separate cashier. Yep. And you go back to get the groceries. And it's this Everywhere. whole process. Everywhere. So, so... The three main parts of where I was really saw this democracy, this bureaucracy. bureaucracy yeah. Didn't see much democracy. Yeah, okay, yeah, a little bit. We love Putin. We more love Putin. than before. More than before. We love Putin. Um, <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> we love Putin. No. Um, toilet bubbers. Yeah. These people. Yeah. And also the uh, signing in to the signing in or letting Russia know that. You're there as a guest. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, we're not sure about strangers. <laughs> they're not, they're, there's this getting into Russia. So this is like a whole separate thing, right? Oh, yeah. Maybe because you, you did all of the work. You can either get into Russia or, as a guest of like a hotel and they've got this whole process. Yeah, and that's what's called a tourist visa. Tourist visa. But we didn't get, you didn't get me or our son in on a tourist visa. You no. got us in on something else. Like a family one. Can yeah. you go through the process of the, uh. That whole process oh, of getting us hour. Okay, okay. Um, give it. Look, we don't. We don't no, have an hour. We don't we have, have an hour. Just can yet. you give us the, uh, the summary? The summary of how hard it is to even get us into the country. Okay, so either my dad has to go to his local police station and write up a invite, mm-hmm. and then that gets then mailed to me, mm-hmm. and then I use that. To apply to the embassy mm-hmm. in Sydney. Yep. And there's all this paperwork. And then it comes to me and it takes ages. Or I now can actually do it myself because we're married and I'm a citizen. Sure. So I now, to get you in and to get Archie in, go to the embassy with my passport, your passport. In Sydney. 16 different documents. No, oh, 
No, I think they allow me to send it now. Okay. I feel like there are some things you have to show up in person. So the embassy in We had to Sydney, go to the Russian embassy. I yeah. think I had to go because I I was actually applying for a passport. Yeah, oh, to get your passport to redone. To get my own okay. passport yep. redone. And they're like, no, we want you to come in person. And you had to get the thing apostille. Yeah, yeah. You which is like this official, like wax sealed with like a yep. special made ribbons. Like it's this. By a notary public. It's like this document came out. It's like old, like imagine like needing to get something sealed with wax as proof yeah. of something. So like Russia, that actually happened. Russia has so much of that. Like if you were to go and buy a house, you'd have to go see the notary public for an official document. They're, I guess they're obsessed with like fraudulence, mm. spies, mm. Um, people just printing things off the internet. It could be anybody. Yep. yep. And some of that's like all that security stuff because you know Russia's known for its fraud, fraud so, activity. So let's, I just want to bring it right back to your dad having to go to the police. Yep. Now the police aren't always there when he went there, right? Oh yes, and so he some, has to he yep. has to bring gifts for them to sort yep. of lubricate the uh, yes, the, the system affair. a little bit, doesn't yep. he? Yep. So mm. I'm glad that now I think why is oh because now we're married mm. and I'm a citizen with a current passport. I can now bring you in, which I can do through the Russian embassy, which is still like that, but a lot easier than the Russian. Well, the Russian embassy in Australia, not the the Russian police force in Russia. Yeah, but before we were married, yes, I couldn't get you in. No. So my dad had to go to his local police station and say, this young man wants to come visit me. Mm-hmm. And so, first of all, the lady's got to be there. Now, she might have gone home early for the day. Just because she can? Yep. She might have um, had a public holiday nobody knows anything about, but then there's a sign on the door. Because mm-hmm. there's all these weird public holidays that you like have to be part of the culture to understand. In January, they're all closed for like two whole weeks. Like here, we're like, oh, the, the, it's closed the police, for a day or the whatever. Police station. Oh, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Just no one's there. No. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Go on. I think some of them would be at some of the stations, but not, not. Sure. I don't know. I don't and, know. And there's no way of finding this out ahead of time. You don't have to physically go there. No. You might try to ring, but they may not answer they their phone. They don't phone. Yeah. So they've got this thing that if you want an answer, you'll ring a few. You'll really harass them with the. That's ringing. right. You have to ring them like five times because on the fifth ring they'll be like, "Oh my god, this person." I actually know about wants to five. I might be saying twenty. So you don't want to stop until they answer because they can hear you, but they can't be stuffed answering unless it's urgent enough for you to call twenty times. Anyway, that aside, so he can't be bothered with that. It's easy all to just of go these, there. Yes, to all of these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then he gets there and she's like, oh, like we're on a holiday or whatever. Come back in a few days. And so then he comes back. Or maybe there was a sign on the door. Then he comes back. He's got to bring her a box of chocolates or a bottle of wine. Because otherwise she won't take it seriously. She's got, he's, she's got to like, he's got to flirt with her basically. Well, basically. Yeah. And it helps that he's a priest. So he always wears his priest garb because it's like, <laughs> oh, I better actually do what this guy's asking because he might like pray for me or some shit. So... <laughs> Yeah, so there's a bit of that cultural... <laughs> you hear about this stuff in Bali. I've heard of this kind of social things going on in Bali. But anyway, if you've read Eat, Pray, well, Love... Sure. I'm sure it happens in a lot of countries. Yeah, I However, think it does. let's let's um Back to it. So, back, okay, so... So, okay, so he has to chat up the policewoman to write mm-hmm. up the document. Mm-hmm. Now, she'll get around to it. Yes. Nobody knows when. Okay. So the better he job he does of getting around to it, the more likely she is to do it in a timely fashion. But she might do it in a month. So you don't know when she's going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the 
and it took so long for this thing to come because then it has to be sent to me in the mail <laughs> that you and me got married and I applied. I had after we got married in Australia, we had six weeks before we um wanted to, wanted to go to Russia. Before we got married together, I thought, well, six weeks isn't long enough. We'll get my dad to do this thing. But then it didn't come. That's right. And we got married. Yep. And I, as soon as we had the wedding certificate, I sent off to Sydney to the embassy to say, look, I've got a husband who wants to come to Russia with me. And they said, yeah, great. We'll we'll give him a visa. And all of that. Because you need a whole visa process as yeah, well. You yeah. You have to, this is all to get a visa. Mm-hmm. This is all to get yep, a visa. Yep. Yeah. So then to be allowed you, into Russia. Yeah. To, to be allowed in. That's For right. more than a small amount of time. Oh yeah. So the tourist visa only gets you 10 days and we yeah. want it to stay yeah. three weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this whole process gets you like 90 days. Yes. Um, yeah, so then they all sent it to me. You had your visa, everything done. It, it, it gives you 90 days, but like at one stage we were going to like leave the country and come back and we weren't sure if they would let us back oh, in yeah, because we re-entry. didn't apply for the re-entry visa. Yeah, yeah. You, have to, you have to stipulate in your application whether or not you want one entry or two. And we chose to say one, not two. Yeah. And therefore we weren't, we weren't, we didn't feel comfortable leaving the country in case well, we couldn't Well, they wouldn't have let back. you back in. Yeah. Go yep. on, go yes. on. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you've got the whole process. Yeah. Going. So then they finally, it did finally come in the mail just before we left, and mm-hmm. it was way too long. Now, when we got to Russia, yep. I, I distinctly remember this. Right. This is yeah, okay. this is the first oh, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us this one. <laughs> We're walking into the airport. I don't know any Russian. Like yep. I'm still terrible at speaking Russian. Right. But you're so good. Calm, calm yourself. Yet, um, anyway, you yet, um, <laughs> Bolshoi yet. Um, you go down one path for natives. Yes, natural, and natives, up some natives. stairs, up some stairs, and away from me. Yeah, leaving me alone in Russia. Yeah, <laughs> when we first arrive after hearing all of these lovely stories that you yeah. you were bombarding me with. Right. There's no. I would never do such a oh, thing. Oh, look. We went to we went to Japan and I've been to other countries and they've got English signs. Not in Russia. No. Walking I mean, up, they're getting a little better now. Not in Russia. Mm, mm-hmm. So then I'm walking down. I'm very bamboozled and a attractive but very, very angry blonde young Russian woman is now screaming at me in Russian, mm-hmm. telling me something. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just handing her my documents, saying to her, I don't speak Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she's just like talking to me with a lot of... Um, Emphasis. A lot of emphasis and a lot uh-huh. of tone. Yeah. Um, that happens. And she, she puts this sort of like A5, like tiny little piece of paper into my passports, yells at me about it. And this piece of paper looks like a piece of paper that's been photocopied like a thousand times. It's like... <laughs> a little it's scrap. A little like, scrap. It's like, it's, it's the, the print off on the paper is on an angle. Yep. It's scrumpled. Yep. It's it's like blank in part. It, it looks like junk. Yes. Shoves it in there, yells at me about it, points me off, mm-hmm. and I like trundle there. I don't. I'm like, we see you. I'm like, oh, okay, right. I think I'm gonna be all right. I think I'm gonna be fine. Three days later, your dad's like, oh, where's the document? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you talking about, buddy? Yep. And then we look through, and then this little trash pieces of paper yep. that I didn't know was any importance falls out. It's like, oh, that's the document. Yeah. Yep. And we're like, what? What's that? And he's like, oh, you've got to take that to the post office. Mm-hmm. To show them that you've arrived, and it's like it's like a post landing 
explanation of where you're going to be staying. Like, I don't, I'm... It's like a registration. Yes. Yeah, so then we go through the Russian bureaucracy of the post office. Yeah. Waiting in line there, talking to the people, getting told we're in the wrong line. Going, going to the, the cashier. Going to the cashier, doing the different thing, filling this document out. It took hours. Yes, it did. And that's just going to the post office. Just <laughs> go to the post office to fill out this thing. They, they try to keep the populace busy. It looks like trash. I think the second time we went, we didn't even bother filling it out. I think because your dad's like, oh... Go if you want to, but no one's going to look at it. Oh, yeah. So my dad realised that it was just one of those bureaucratic things that nobody actually really looks at. But it's sort of like to tick the boxes. Yeah, but it was like, I think he used to think it was more important. Maybe they've gotten a bit lazier with all of these things. But the thing is... I still got that same piece of like... Yeah. It's probably the same same thing being photocopied over the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, it would have been. Oh, it would have been. Although the, the lady that served me in the second time New was English. far nicer. And did she know English? I think she might have, because but that was yeah, post so the getting, Russian Olympics. They're getting better. When they were trained a bit better. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right, and yeah. I think you were allowed to be with me. Oh, I think it was like it was, a, it, was a, it was revolutionary. Whoa. I'm like I'm ready. I'm ready <laughs> for this. <laughs> Look, they're getting better. They are certainly getting better. Um, so hang on a sec. I've got something to say. Mm-hmm. So I think that the bureaucracy gives you. How many times do you think we've said it's they're getting better on this podcast already? A just lot. like not just this episode, just over the over the course. Look, I, don't I feel know, like. 100? Do you feel like we're in a slightly abusive relationship with Russia? Mm. It's like, oh, well, they're they're a bit cagey. They don't really want to let you in, and when you get there, they're kind of low key abusive. But they've got some nice points, and they make you feel like you know, remind you of home back in the day. But they're, you know, they're, they're, mm, mm, do you think like it's mm. like like if if if, if, like that. if Russia was like a partner, right? That's to a good like. friend of yours, that would, be like, would you be tell like yourself that. to break up with Russia? Or would you say no, no, stay with him? He's great. Oh, look. Which they give him another try. Russia's got some good points. <laughs> I always say that. Name three. <laughs> they have yummy Georgian food. Georgia has Georgian food. Go on. Um, they have Georgian food because the Soviet Union fucking probably went through Georgia and took them. I don't know my geography slash history that well. You probably I'm don't. Just, I'm don't just assuming. Either. However, Georgia has Georgian food. Keep going. Yeah, fine. They have a, a cool sense of... I don't know, something to do with humanity or something to do with, like, I don't know how to describe it. They kind of, like, are more themselves or something, you know? Okay, so this this abusive man that your partner's dating, he's very, he knows himself. He is himself. He sticks to himself. Go on, next thing. I don't know. You've named, you've barely named one thing. <laughs> They have some wonderful buildings. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll rephrase. Let's say your parents moved back here. Mm-hmm. How many times are we going back to Russia? Oh, look, I've been a few times already. How many times are we going back here if your parents were here? I don't know if I'd need to go back again. I've already been a few times. So, so, I've so, seen the sights. So what we're saying is is your your friend's abusive partner mm-hmm. is holding her parents hostage. <laughs> and the only way she can see her parents is if she stays with this man. Look, something like that. I don't know. I, I'm just wondering. I'm just, just trying I'm to break this down. I'm saying there's some nicer places that I might like to go instead. Mm, okay. You want to you expand your dating horizons to a different... Maybe. Different, different man. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're ridiculous. I am. You are go ridiculous. Go on. Go on. Oh, so with the bureaucracy. So, like, for example, they, they are really scared of spies and fraud and criminal acts and stuff like that. Given as you the can, history, I... As you can imagine. Yep. 
So the little piece of paper gives them like a reason to arrest you if needed. Mm-hmm. So like say they started to think that maybe you were a spy. And you didn't follow what was on the sheet that you... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so they, even like the visa application form, which was killing me for hours, I had mm-hmm. to... I had to give 10 of your most recent employment Ten! That's right. I'm like, I don't have 10 previous employers. No, No. so you had to put in, oh, well, I was at high school before that for four years. Because you've got to have 10 years worth or something. No, yeah, no, it was was multiple, multiple past employers. Yeah, it was like your last 10 addresses, your last 10 employers. It was everything. And it It was was all fashioned to decide whether or not you were a spy. Yeah. And I think it was all done, like, in that era... You know, Cold War style. It's, it's probably a massive carryover. Um, yeah, and the thing is that these things get put into place. They're like, shit, we're like, you know, in the middle of the Cold War, there's American spies coming over, we better put all this stuff in place. And then nobody has, like, reformed it. Yeah. And, like, my dad said one time, I don't know how right he is, but he does read into these things, like, Catherine the Great, who was, like, a queen that was in Russia ages ago and built a lot of these um, castles and things. Um, she set up a lot of this bureaucracy, apparently. She liked the, the it. The communists would have set up No, the like, bureaucracy. some of it came from her, then the communists, obviously, as well. And, like, people just haven't reformed it. Like, they haven't found the need to or whatever. And it's, so it's, yeah, it's really old. Mm. You know? Like. Hundreds of years ago kind of stuff. The fact that it's so hard to get in. Mm. Like, I mean, I mean, countries thrive off tourism dollars, yeah. right? But it's just, it's so damn hard. Well, the thing is, it's, it's doable. It's a, it's, oh my God, it's, it's, it's harder than other places. It's, like, other than North Korea, like, how many? No, <laughs> no, no. If you went to your local flight centre and said, mm. I want to go to Russia, they'd, they'd get you in there. True. Okay, no, no, I suppose it is the way we're getting in. Because we wanted to get in, not on the 10-day tourist visa. Yeah. Yeah. Because but we wanted to go less than... We want to stay longer. Yeah, and they're right. like, well, why do you want to stay longer? Yeah. We want your history, blah, blah, blah. Because they're kind of so trying like, to Come for 10 out. days, get out. We're good. And also, if you come for the 10 days, you're married to that hotel. Because the hotel the, does all this work. The hotel does... Cause, so, yeah. So, the law is still the same in terms of visas. Somebody mm. has to invite you. Yes. But the way they've got that tourist visa going is the hotel then takes on the responsibility of inviting you. So, you've got to have a, a hotel reservation. Yes. And so you kind of, your travel agent might reach out to the hotel and say, hey, we want to come stay at your hotel. But then you're in that hotel the whole time. Yeah, and they might have tour guides that take you out and then you come back. So you're you're kind of married to that hotel or that tour. Whereas, yeah, whereas we went there as just like a, a free agent. Well, we went there because we were married to the residents, which were my parents. So they want you to have a buddy. They want you to have just a reason. Just not come and just chill in russia yeah no they don't mm. really want you to just come and chill in russia sure yeah they've got ways like they've got like if you're working but then you're married to the employer you know there's get, there's reasons you're using the word married is that like a russianism or is that like i don't know because it's like yeah it's a district i don't know maybe before we um, wrap it up with some russian words um <laughs> there was something that you you saw the last time you were in sydney at the russian embassy yeah and you're like this is the quintessential experience of a Russian... What was it? The lady in tears. Oh, you saw her. Does it make it? Oh, no, yeah. I saw it. So I went in and spent hours oh, trying that's to right. arrange yeah, yeah. my passport with my one-year-old son on my lap and all the rest of it. And they had to take... They've got a photo booth. No, and you bought you bought him into the there because, because your dad and you agreed that having a son on your boob would help lubricate the Russian embassy. 
Yeah. As well, in it would help them to treat you better because they're like, oh, she's a nursing mother as opposed to some like young lady that's just there. Yeah. Yeah. So I see a lady. And I only got yelled at like twice. And you were happy with that. Absolutely. Fine. And I even had a lovely chat with like one of the guys that was working there. I don't know what he was doing. But sure. he was rough with me once, and then he was like really nice later, and he told, and he even talked to my baby and stuff. Beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> they had their own photo booth. I had to get my photo done there. It had to be in black and white because one of your passports is black and white photo. Anyway, so yeah, I came out, and you'd been waiting for me in the car for mm-hmm. hours. Hours. And then hours. Yeah, and then <laughs> you said, "Oh, I saw a woman, a young woman running out of there on the phone." crying papa papa on the phone <laughs> like oh dad something's happened and i'm like yep that's the russian embassy yeah they yell at you they tell you you've written things wrong you have to write things in the perfect way you have to get it all, all your ducks in a <sighs> row otherwise they're like this is bureaucratically incorrect why did you put this here <laughs> and you're like i don't know it's so know how to complicated do it. <laughs> oh uh, look if they don't send you away, you've done really well. This woman got sent away. <laughs> it's, it's, there's a lot that you have to navigate. I mean, like, we're not going to go into it again, but the whole experience of me getting bitten by the dog in Russia yep. and that whole pro it's just tedium. There is a bit of that. Now, you are like one of the most patient people I know, and I'm starting to get a very understanding of <laughs> why you can deal. Like, you must look at Australian bureaucracy that like just drives me up the wall and just be like, what? It takes like 10 minutes. Like, calm down. Oh, yeah, I don't understand it. Like, why haven't I been screamed at four times, told to leave and come back with a different form that I didn't know Needed about? Needed to bribe the people. Yeah, I know. I don't even have to bribe anybody here. <laughs> Actually, they'd be offended if I did. You haven't thought to come uh, with your son on, son on your boob with some chocolates and wine? Um, You've thought about it, but you just thought against it, didn't you? Yeah, they'd yeah. be offended. It <laughs> doesn't work like that. No. Um... Look, I, I'm not sure of... Uh, we've, we've had a wide-ranging discussion here. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's bring it right back. Okay. What's the word for fire? As in... Pajar. 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 Now... Now, that's not fire. So, the Russian word for fire, fire is agony, and that means a flame, like a flame fire. Okay, yeah. And then there's, as in, like, a house fire. Yes. Pajar. Pajar. Now, no one's saying that because they just die. die. <laughs> What's the word for die or no, death? Umirits. Okay, umirits. So, no, that's not necessarily fair. There's definitely people surviving fires. Because they weren't in the house? Because there was no... I don't know. <laughs> sure. Okay, um, so we've got fire. We've got two different variations of fire. Yep. We've got die. Yep. Um, we, you said papa, as in papa... Oh. Yeah, Papa is Papa daddy. for Daddy. Daddy. Okay, yeah. I like that. Um, can you think of any other topical Russian words that will help you navigate the Russian bureaucracy? Oh. No. Visa, but that's just visa. See, nothing we can say. Like, like, I don't know. I don't know. Th- you help me. There's, there's no words that I can suggest that will help with this situation. Other, oh, oh, hang on. I've got a few. You okay, ready? go on. Yep. Vodka is? Vodka. Vodka. Beer. Piva. Um, this is just to help you calm down. Yes, it's to do. Oh, yeah, so there's a lot of, like, anger management stuff you're going to have to go through inside your own head when you're waiting for hours. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the best thing to do, let's just give some practical advice. Okay. You go to your flight centre. You say, I want to visit 
Moscow. No, scratch that. I want to visit St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg is the place you visit, not Moscow. Wanna, yeah, okay. if you want and you really want to stay a little bit longer, you go to Moscow as well, just for a couple of days. Don't do more than two. There's no need. Go to St. Petersburg for seven. Go mm-hmm. to Moscow for two. Mm-hmm. Take a yes. cool bullet train. You can take a cool bullet train between the two for four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then you just get flight center to organize your hotels. They'll organize your visa as well because the hotel will organize the visa. Mm-hmm. Just give them a bit of notice. You don't want to be like, hey, I want to go next week. You want to give yourself like a month notice or whatever because the visa might take a while. And then... And then you just stay with your hotel. And then you go home. And don't go to the provinces. Don't go for weird walks on your own at 2am. We're going to share a story of a long massive walk. long weird walk we did. Yes, we are. Yeah. Okay, so so um, in terms of Russian words today, we've got fire. Mm-hmm. Pajar. Pajar. We've got die. Or mediates. And we've got daddy. Papa. No, we can come up with more than that. No, I think, I think we're done. This episode's long enough anyway. They've been dealing with Russian bureaucracy. Okay. I feel stressed. They feel stressed. Mm-hmm. Pay someone to do this for you. Yeah. We should have, but we wanted more and we thought we could. And now we're... No, but it's because I'm a citizen. I can't be like, I'm coming in on a tourist visa. Like, it's silly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just, just wiped I'm out just from talking about I'm just exhausted from this conversation. Yeah. This is a... And that's how you feel. You feel like that. Yeah. Just, just dealing with Russian bureaucracy. Yeah. So, if... You've dealt with Russian bureaucracy. Yeah. yeah. Maybe uh, leave us a rating and review on the podcast. Yeah. Share your story of uh, the Russian bureaucracy and yeah. we'll, we'll read them out at some stage. Um, please subscribe if you like this podcast and you want to listen to more. We've got a bunch more stories. For example, of a story of how we went for a two to three day walk. Mm, from six, Mos- 60 kilometers. 60 kilometer walk out of Moscow because we're crazy people. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. It was but- cool. Not the most safe thing we've ever done. It was not the most safe thing we've ever done, but it led to some good stories, and yeah. now we've got a podcast out, so we'll, yeah. we'll share that one soon. Um, yeah, so uh, subscribe, give us a rate and review, and if you want to connect with us, you can do so via my social media, at Zach P. Phillips, or my website, zachary-phillips.com. And um, as always, when Maria finally gets around to making her own social oh, media, it'll it. be something like, at I Love Putin, oh, or Putin's My Hero, That's or, or uh, at uh, Russian Bureaucracy is Fine, slash I Love Putin, slash... Please let me into Doing the country. Doing a great job. Doing a great job, yeah. Yep. When, when are you going to get around to that, Marina? Go, go. Stop very much bureaucracy to sign up to social Maybe media. In a little like, while. In like, a little you know, while. So you can navigate Russian bureaucracy. Can't <laughs> to like Instagram or some shit. <laughs> I don't like Instagram. I <laughs> know. Oh, anyway. Um, okay, bye. Catch ya. Do svidaniya. Do svidaniya.